0: Hello, and welcome to the Divorced Man Discussion Podcast, where one man shares his story before, during, and after divorce, so you can learn from his experiences. Welcome into to episode number five. As always, thank you for joining me. I appreciate your time. Uh, this episode is going to be about co-parenting. Uh, however, before I get into the meat of that, I uh, do want to share a little bit uh, about about myself here uh, as, as this podcast is me kind of walking you through the before, uh, during and after of divorce. Um, so just going to cover something a little bit of the after here. Uh, so something I talked about in the hobbies uh, episode of the podcast is um my journey with uh, martial arts, uh, specifically the shaolin Kempo Karate uh, version of that. Um, so, what I wanted to just share with you was something that excited me. That is, that um, this past week uh, we started our competition team at the dojo, and uh, what that entails is every year during the springtime they uh, form a team. It's it's a you know, voluntary, it's not like you have to try out or anything like that, but you sign up and uh, there's basically uh, two training sessions per month where you get to meet and discuss and walk through things with uh, some really talented uh, individuals that have been doing this a long time. And uh, as part of that, you have to compete in at least two out of six, I believe, uh, tournaments that they enter. And, uh, you know, that is basically – there there's point sparring and continuous and also forms the uh the point sparring would be like what you see in the karate kid you know they whoever gets to three first wins and the the continuous portion of that would be uh, the same thing except it's on a, a three minute timer and it's just keep going and going and whoever has the uh, highest count of uh of points at the end wins and then forms if you're not uh familiar is is kind of uh uh, I guess we all relate back to the Karate Kid when they're kind of doing the, the kata and, and that sort of thing. Those are that's what a form is. There's there's katas, there's, there's pinyon there, there's different versions of that, but that's the basic idea. Um, this was a you know a bit of a humbling experience for me this past week as we had our first one. Um, it's, it's an hour and a half long, but uh, for for me going in, um, I recently moved up to, to purple belt. And actually next weekend, I've got my test for blue. So I'll be moving up again. But um, in our system, when you get to purple, you no longer wear a white gi, the, the uniform, um, you switched up to a, a black gi. And uh, it's just their basic way of uh, identifying who's a beginner and who's not. So, um, you know, back, I think it was at the end of the summer, August, I, I got into the to the black gee side of things where i'm now considered intermediate uh so you know what that did was uh you know just gives you a little boost of confidence and all and uh but yeah it was humbling this weekend as i get in there and i'm you know uh i'm going in with all the black yees now and uh being one of the the lower ranked ones at that so uh yeah i've been Getting more confidence with it and everything, but then I, you know, step in the ring with some people that are a lot more skilled with me uh, than me. Um, <clears throat> you know, one of those, uh, you know, kind of funny things I, I laugh about afterwards. But you know, I was got paired up with a, a 19-year-old girl, uh, and I'm 42. Um, you know, this is uh, somebody taller than me, a lot more athletic, a lot more um, uh, flexible. So, uh, I received a number of, uh, you know, spinning kicks to my head, <laughs> um, which, you know, it's all good. We're, we're wearing pads, you know, helmets and, and, uh, gloves and, uh, feet boots and everything like that. So we can't hurt each other really, but, you know, just, just humbling is you know, I'm finding it really tough to get in and, you know, land any strikes on, on some of these people because they know they're doing a lot more than I do. And in some cases they're uh, much more athletic than I am. Um. Yeah, you know, as I explained in the past, I was athletic when I was younger, but you know, now I'm getting older and not quite the same as what I used to be. Um, got, you know, walked away with, from it with, uh, quite a few bruises and, uh, not quite sure, uh, something in my hand, uh, hopefully is just a bruise, but it still hurts today. Um, so anyway, just a little update on, on those things that, that I'm into. Cause, uh, you know, something like this, uh, you know, I, I guess what I want to stress here with that is, um, it's not, that I got in there and I won everything cause I didn't, you know, this was just practice anyway. But, um, in some instances, you know, I, yeah, I walk out of it thinking, geez, you know, the, a couple of these people got me good and I have a lot to learn here, but it wasn't about winning or losing it. It was kind of just about doing it. Um, you know, a year ago I was really new at that and I, I never would have tried it, but now, um, you know, a year later I said, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go and, and see how things work out. Um, so, uh, you know, and I, I said that to a few other people that were hesitant about joining you know, I said, it's not, not about whether you win or lose. It's really about just, uh, about doing it and being proud of yourself for trying something new and, you know, not sitting on the couch. So anyway, that's just my little, uh, I guess, uh, uh prequel to the episode, um, So getting into parenting, uh, co-parenting, that is, Uh, you know, follow the format I established here. First, I'll I'll tell you my story and how things went with me and then get a little more into uh, just my thoughts and recommendations. Um, uh, Not so much the what does this mean as some of the episodes were, but this one just more kind of what I recommend. Uh, You know, my personal recommendation, again, that is me being a guy that, you know, not a not a therapist, not a lawyer, not a coach or anything, just your everyday guy, what I think. So, um, so from the start of things, um, when, uh, uh, well, not even before we got into the divorce process, but, um, when we first moved to where we live now, um, you know, bought a house, got started out as a family and everything, um, My my ex-wife, you know, wife at the time got a job where she was working 12 hour shifts three days a week. Um, So this, you know, set us up where uh, for those three days I took our daughter and into daycare in the morning. I went to work and worked eight hours from there and promptly uh, got in my car, and went back to the daycare. And, you know, I was probably one of the last parents to pick up because I was, you know, working all day. Now pick her up, take her home, feed her dinner, put her to sleep, give her a bath uh, before before going to sleep, of course. Um, so it was one of these things where, um, for one, that was kind of you know a bit stressful on on me in general, but on the marriage too. I think in the long run, uh, looking back on things. Um, but I guess what I'm what I'm saying there is um, we kind of had this thing already set up. You know, like I was already those three days a week working a lot, uh, as, as a father by myself, um, it, you know, I mean, it wasn't a terrible thing, you know, um, certainly opened up opportunities for her to take our daughter to her, uh, doctor's appointments and things on her days when she wasn't working. Cause she'd be, you know, have a front loaded week where she'd do those three days and then the next couple days she didn't have to work. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I mean that, that almost kind of made for a smoother transition into the, you know, post-divorce schedule we had with, with our daughter. Um, as mentioned, I have a, you know, a 50, 50, um, you know, split custody. So we almost just kept going with the same schedule that we had, except now it was in two different homes. Um, so as opposed to, you know, after I put the, our daughter down you know my what my wife now ex-wife would get home and you know have a little discussion about how our days went and all that stuff and uh you know have a little bit of time together um now it's just simply now i'm taking her to my house instead of to her house and um yeah so it it kind of almost was one of those things that it wasn't a big change for us we already had it in place um we had uh it, it was drawn up you know, in our our divorce agreement, what that would be. Um, so now, you know, it was officially put into a schedule. Um, but it wasn't a big a big change, really, except that it was two different locations now. Uh, so, I mean, that's uh, you know, probably almost the ideal situation. Uh, I hate to say that because you know, there's really no ideal situation when it comes to divorce. But that's probably the best thing we could, you know, you could hope for is you already have it in in place and it's not going to cause you a whole lot of change in your life. Um, Let's see here. Um, Yeah. So I said that it's in the divorce agreement. We had, you know, like a two week schedule on there. So some people have it where, you know, well, what I have found so far, um, at least through, through dating, because that's kind of almost one of the first discussions you always have is your schedule. Uh, A lot of people have it similar to, to what we do where, you know, you have one of us has her for Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday is a transition day. And then Thursday, Friday it goes to the, um, the other parent. And then the weekends are every other weekend. Um, and uh, on Wednesdays, what occurs for us is, uh, let's see, I've always got her Wednesday morning. So I, I put her on the bus. I used to take her to school, but now she gets on the bus. And then uh, pick up time, she actually gets picked up by uh, her grandmother, uh, her, her mother's mother, and goes and spends the afternoon with her. Um, and then, uh, you know, they transitioned over to her mother's house uh, when she's out of work. Um, so, th- you know, that's our schedule. I, I have heard of other people just do straight up every other week. You know, one person has seven days then the next one does. Um, personally, I like it the way that I have it where you know, I, 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 see her for two days then I don't have her for two days then she's back. And, and it's not as big of a, you know, time either not having her or, or having her for a long time where, I don't know, maybe it can get, get, get tougher. Um, well, you know, all by yourself for, as a, a parent for seven days, maybe it gets a little rough. I don't know. Cause, uh, that hasn't happened <laughs> where, you know, we've got it differently. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you, know, you have, um, opinions on that, feel free to write into the email address. Uh, We'd lo- always love to hear our feedback on that uh, or anybody else's story as far as what they found works or, or doesn't work for them. And I uh, would be happy to share that in future episodes. Um, so then um, we're on to uh, holidays. Um, how have we handled that? Um, it's uh, that again is drawn up in our divorce agreement. What And what typically it is is every other year. So, you know, one of us has her, own, um, you know, Thanksgiving one year, and then the next year, the other parent has her. Um, one thing we do have that gets a little bit out of that is Christmas. Um, you know, it would be like one of us has her Christmas Eve and one has Christmas day. So we each get to see her, um, you know, cause that's a, you know, always a family holiday uh, Thanksgiving is too, but, um, I don't know, you, you know, you always, always want to see your kid open their presents and stuff. So, um, We and we split that pretty well as far as um, being flexible with it. Um, There was one year that you know it was. I think she was supposed to be my daughter. She was supposed to be at at her mother's house and my parents were visiting. So my daughter wanted to see her, see my parents, and so yeah, my ex said, you know, why don't she just you know go over to your house earlier than she's supposed to because you know she wants to see them. And then this year, um, you know, let me see here. It was supposed to be my ex's uh, time at Thanksgiving and mine at Christmas. And something came up where um, I think it was, it was COVID related where they couldn't have Thanksgiving at, with her parents um, on Thanksgiving. So they ended up doing it, I think the following weekend, but anyway, she said, you know, if you want to take her to your, to your family's house, go for it and we'll, we'll swap. And you know, like she ended up getting Christmas this year instead and I got Thanksgiving. So, um, so again, that, that always helps to have, uh, as good of a relationship with your ex as you can, so that stuff like that is is possible. Um, let's see. And, uh, oh, the other thing with flexibility, um, that our, our, daughter goes camping a bit with her grandparents. So during the summertime last year, um, you know, they went quite a bit and, uh, at one time they, they were talking to me, her grandparents, um, talking to me, trying to figure out the best times to go and everything. And I told them, Hey, you know, I, I want them, want her to have fun. You know, this is what summer's all about. So, you know, if you want to take her at a time, that's like one of my weekends in quotes, um, you know, go for it, you know, have fun. And there's plenty of other times that she'll be with me. Um, I want her to go have a good time with her grandparents. Um, <clears throat> And then, uh, let's see, as far as co-parenting goes, uh, one of the big things I've, I've heard a lot about that can be an issue is just kind of sharing of information. Um, aside from the weekly schedule there, there's always, you know, when are the doctor's appointments and, um, uh, just the general schedule who's working when and that sort of thing. So what, again, what we had in place before we even talked about divorce, that works a lot now is having a shared Google calendar. Um, when we were married, my, my wife at the time set that up. I couldn't even tell you how she did it to be honest, but I know you can set it up where you have a family calendar and you know, either of you can put events on it and both of you can see everything on it. So we did, we did that a lot with uh, just putting on our work hours on there. So we always knew if there was like a late night or something that we were planning to, to be in the office or, um, sometimes her schedule would, would jump around and they'd ask her to work on an extra day that she was off and different things like that. Um, you know, if there were, you know, the, uh, the company Christmas party, we put that on there. So both of us could see it and, and know when that would be, uh, so that, that's very helpful now, of course, that we don't talk all the time cause we don't see each other every night after work, that sort of thing. It's good to have stuff on there we've got the basketball games and and schedule for practices that she has or, or um you know soccer all the different things that she does so we we know when the games are and uh you know whose day that is and everything uh so that that's very helpful vacations as well go on there um the other uh, interesting thing sometimes is, is uh money with co-parenting um, I know our agreement, um, you know, outside of any alimony or child support or any of that stuff, uh, could talk about that in another episode, but, uh, specific to this where money comes into play is recreation and sports, uh, for our daughter. Um, and when she has any of these things like, like soccer or, or basketball or something, um, our, our legal agreement says that we will split costs on that so um again this comes back to communication um yeah when when there's registration when it's the beginning of the season we got to buy new cleats and shorts and jerseys and all that stuff whoever pays for it we just you know sometimes snap a shot of the receipt sometimes just tell them you know this is how much it cost um there there's one thing that uh, our daughter has that's year round and it's just a monthly due. So I, I have something on my own personal calendar where I get a reminder that says, you know, send this amount of money to, to your ex-wife so that you're even on, on that. Um, and we found that using, um, uh, Venmo works good for that. Cause you know, a lot of people are on it and, you know, at least the two of us are. So anytime something like that comes up, we can just pull out the phone, put in the amount and what's for, um, and send it off and actually that works good too because then there's a record that you did it too. if for some reason it comes up that um somebody thinks it wasn't paid or or anything like that um <clears throat> so yeah that that's my story as far as co-parenting goes um you know, every once in a while there's just discussions of you know yeah i, I don't know the well when we have exchanges of, of the child um you know when we, we we drop off. Sometimes there's, you know, just a conversation of, yeah, she she's been doing this or acting this way. How how have you been handling it versus how have I handled it? Um, you know, that that comes in handy. Um, you know, something I discussed at one point with my ex was, you know, do we want to get together like once a month for coffee on a, a Sunday morning or something like that? Um, that never happened. Um again, I think that kind of comes back to both of us just wanting to get on with our lives and do our own things and not be, uh, you know, I guess linked to any, each other more than we need to be. Um, even though we we do get along and, you know, we of course do have a child and have a, uh, you know, that link for a long time to go. Um, but yeah, mainly the, the, you know, we have those discussions briefly during, you know, the times when we're uh, seeing each other during drop-off, you know, with one or the other. Um, so, I mean, Again, this would be something I'd love to hear other people's opinions on. You know, do you have a regular scheduled meeting with your ex as far as parenting goes? Um, what other methods can you think of? Uh, you know, is it just, you know, uh, discussions like, like what me and my ex have during their you know periods that we drop off and see one another? Uh, always, always uh, happy to hear those things. Um, so moving on past, you know, my story, uh, I just have some notes here about my thoughts and recommendations based on these things. Um, first and foremost, it's all about your children, you know, whatever needs to be done for your children, you, you know, you need to do, uh, if you don't want to talk to your ex, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, but you know, you're going to have to, um, and figure that out as best you can, whatever you need to do to get along you know, do it because it's, it's, you have to make it good for your children. Um, There's an adjustment period during this. Um, You know, for a while, your, your child might be asking questions like, when are you guys going to get back together? Why can't we live in the same house? That was one for my daughter. Uh, There were a lot of times when, you know, she would just say, you know, why can't we just move back in together? Um, One of the things she did for a while too, that I don't know if it was directly directly related to the marriage or, or if she was just gets bored, but you know, she'd, uh, be, be with me for a day and then say, all right, I want to go back to mom's now, you know, take me back to mom's or, and then I, I mentioned something like that one day to to my ex and she said, no, she does the same thing with me. Yeah, you know, she'll be there for a day and you know, get bored and want to go back to see the other parent then. Um, and I think, you know, that, that's just children's nature, but, um, so that's something you you will have to deal with if you haven't already. Um, and then uh, let's see. I mentioned the Google Calendar. Um, that that worked great for us. You know, still doing that. Um, but maybe it doesn't work for everybody. I have heard on some other um, uh, podcasts and shows that there's there's apps you can get um, that help you with this process um, specifically for co-parenting. The one specifically that I've heard of is called, um, our family wizard. Uh, you know, uh, they they sponsor another podcast and, uh, you know, so they're mentioned constantly on that one that I listen to. Um, and what they say there is it kind of wraps all that stuff into one thing where you have a calendar on it and you actually have your, your money exchange on it too. Uh, how, you know, I'm handling that with two separate things, Google and Venmo, but you know, they put that all under one app, one place so you can. You can handle it there. Um, they are not a sponsor of this podcast, or maybe if they're listening to listening to this, maybe they will be. I don't know. But um, yeah, one thing they mention on on their ads for that is that you know it can be a court ordered thing as well. They talked about a lot of people that don't get along with their exes or and have trouble like getting money back and forth and arguments about that, or somebody one person's not paying or whatever problems they have. They can actually, you know, be court ordered to use one of these apps so that it's just creates a better flow. Um, you know, they say, you know, you upload photos of receipts and stuff like that. And it, you know, I guess, you know, if, if you can't work it out with your ex to do it over, you know, a free means, because I'm assuming this costs money, but, um, you know, that's a path to go. Um, so, uh, again, they don't sponsor this, but if you're looking for ideas, that's one of them. Um, I'm sure there's p- probably plenty more besides that specific, uh, app, which again is called, uh, our family wizard. Um, so anyway, that's just, uh, something out there for you. Um, and then, uh, the last thing I have written down here is co-parenting and dating. Um, again, I'll cover dating and, and other episodes. That's a very fun topic to talk about. There's so much under that umbrella of, uh, topics, Um, but, uh, with that, what comes up is is how do you tell your children about that? Um, so with, with me and my ex, we haven't really gotten there yet. Um, my, I have dated, but it hasn't gotten to the point where I would bring my daughter into the situation. Um, and I recently found out that my ex is dating somebody and she brought it up to me and just basically said, I've mentioned it to our daughter just that this idea that you know mommy and daddy are are gonna see other people and uh you know what are your thoughts on that and is that you know what do you think and uh from what i understood our daughter pretty much took it in stride was just kind of like oh okay sure um although i'm not sure you know maybe it'll hit her a little different when she actually ends up uh, meeting somebody that one of us is dating and you know, because i don't know to me i just figured that would be kind of a uh you know, a big moment for her to be like, Oh, well, wait a minute. That means you're really not getting back together with my other parent. Um, and the, you know, yeah, the last thing to do with that is is when do you make that introduction? Um, I know for, for us personally, we talked about it and decided that it would be kind of, you know, we really shouldn't introduce our daughter to anybody until the point where, you know, that is kind of a more serious relationship. Um, For me specifically, that that means, you know, when when somebody's going to be, you know, um, in a monogamous uh, boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, you know, at that point I would introduce my daughter to them because, you know, like this person is going to be around a while. Um, I I did meet somebody who actually had quite the opposite opinion. Um, I dated somebody that, uh, you know, had multiple kids and she had been single for quite a while, as in years and dated various people over that time and uh, part of it that was that two of her children were older um so you know i had more of a grasp on it and had seen her date before but her uh approach mainly was like you can meet my children as early as as you want to and actually encouraged it because for her it was it was one of those things where you know if my children don't like you then you know that's the end of it um so you know but i know Maybe I'll get to that point at some point, but um, you know, for me, it's still a very fresh thing. Uh, you know, I don't want to introduce my child to too many people and you know, confuse the heck out of her. Um, so, yeah, you know, for me, the the answer is, is you wait until it's a more serious thing until you introduce your child. Um, but again, uh, that goes back to what I've said a few times in this episode. Uh, if you have opinions on that, uh, please go ahead and and share that with me uh, through the email. So, um, you know, in future episodes, that's something we could, uh, could discuss and bring up other people's opinions on, on the topic. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, all I have in my show notes today. Uh, thanks again for sticking in with me. Uh, hopefully, uh, my, uh, delivery of some of this information is getting better as I go. Um, as I have said, this is kind of a new, um, hobby for me. Um, you know, just something I'm exploring as I try new things out in, in my new, uh, you know, divorced life, uh, single man life, that is. Um, I have listened to some of the old episodes and honestly, I, I did not impress myself at all. But uh, I've deba- debated going back and even like redoing them and starting from scratch and figure out, you know, I'm getting better at this and maybe I should just redo those episodes. But I decided to leave it alone and think of it as this is kind of, you know, the progression of things. And, you know, it's kind of fake. If I go back and fix them, I, you know, that's just the way I think about it is yeah, let's just leave it the way it is. And, you know, uh, people can see that progression if they like to. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. that's just my thoughts on it. So the email I'll put in the show notes as always, um, that is uh, the DMD podcast at gmail.com. Um, I do have a Patreon account at that same name. If you choose, I would, uh, love your support. Uh, if not, I understand that. I've listened to many podcasts that I don't give money to. I just listen to because I like to, but, um, you know, I, I think that's kind of like a big thing now is people choose to, you know, show their support for different podcasts or others. Um, anyhow, just, you know, thanks for listening anyway, uh, regardless of what your thoughts are on that, um. And we do have a Facebook page. Um, I do have a Facebook group within that page as well, which uh, I guess what I decided to do was have that, that group. And uh, in the future, if we get, you know, multiple, you know, many patrons, we can go ahead and, you know, say that that's kind of your, what you're getting out of that. um, As you can all go into that group and have discussions among yourself. Um, Yeah. Take me out of the equation, I guess. And, Uh, But yeah, you're always welcome to write into the show and we'll, we'll we'll talk on on future podcasts about it. So that's the end of the, the show folks. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you had a great weekend. Goodbye. Remember gentlemen, that divorce is not a terrible ending to your story, but the beginning of a bright new chapter full of great possibilities. You are not alone in this journey.